Boom. Welcome back in, everybody, to another episode of Light the Lamp. And it's official. It's playoff season. The bracket's out. But first, let's go through it all. We actually have a stacked group here today, don't we? Who's back? Carl Gunner, baby. Carl is back this week. <laughs> I'm Nathan Lodemar, and we got both Ryans here. We're just absolutely going crazy after this weekend. Crazy conference championships. What do, what do we think about them? Carl, let's get your first take. Anything you want here. First take of this weekend. Well, I'll start off with my favorite team, St. Cloud State. Coming in, they are fifth in face, excuse me, tied for 15th in faceoff wins this year. That's... Going up against the team that's number two in defensive scoring. St. Cloud State's got to come off, get the puck right away, and put a lot of pressure on the net. Yeah. So let's just let's jump into the bracket. So, you know, brought up St. Cloud, Allentown, Pennsylvania against the site number two in the, you know, bracket, the Bobcats of Quinnipiac. This is going to be an interesting game. I don't know. I don't think Quinnipiac has played a decent team since they played North Dakota, you know, back in, when was that, January? Yeah. And this is going to be the first time they've really faced an opponent that's going to maybe, you know, sh- shoveling down Peretz's throat a little bit here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be a great game. Both teams have been playing quite well this year, especially Quinnipiac. They have the one of the best goaltenders in college hockey, but this St. Cloud team is not like any other teams in their conference. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for both teams to win, but it'll be a battle and a great game to watch. Yeah, this one really, you know, when St. Cloud got matched up against Quinnipiac, you know, this is kind of an odd one to me because I look at Quinnipiac, they've been number one in scoring defense almost a whole entire year, and St. Cloud, as of late, has had a hard time scoring goals against good goalkeeping. So we'll be able to see now, obviously, Quinnipiac, the only asterisk I have against them is they're in a conference that isn't as stacked like the NCHC. Um, so a lot of people are predicting for Quinnipiac to let up some goals here. But I don't know, man. This is this is very, definitely going to be an interesting matchup for St. Cloud going into it. I think they should be able to get it done. A little spoiler for my hint there, hmm. for my take. But, yeah, this is going to be a very, very Tough matchup for both teams round one. Yeah, no, I like this. When, when you know, we saw St. Cloud Quinnipiac, I was like, boom, this is going to be a good game. I really wanted to see, I want to see if Quinnipiac can actually hold up against a good solid team. And Carl, do you remember the last time St. Cloud played Quinnipiac in the NCAA tournament? Ooh, I was not happy with that at all. Yeah, it was that like seven, or it was a, 2014, I believe. Yeah, it was whenever, it was last time it was in Pittsburgh, I believe. That was yep. a Frozen Four. <laughs> I think St. Cloud put up maybe one or two, and Quinnipiac just absolutely rinsed them. I don't know. So we'll see if St. Cloud can get a little bit, you know, a vengeance on them. And then our other game in Allentown, Pennsylvania, number one overall, Michigan, versus American International, who is 16. What do you guys think of this? I don't know. AIC for the win, right? Don't sleep on AIC, actually. You got a Michigan team that's still pretty dang young. You got a lot of guys who are going to come out. They're gonna, they could really overlook this matchup, and AIC could definitely take advantage. Yeah, it's one they could just, you know, they, we're going to write this game away. Let's just see who we're facing exactly. next round. But, and I don't know if that's what St. Cloud did a couple years prior and get down early and, you know, you're just going to be chasing the whole game. That's That can't be what happens for Michigan here. Yeah, this Michigan uh, AIC game, <clears throat> I think it'll still be a pretty decent game, even though I do think Michigan will win. AIC does have quite a bit of experience. They've been to the tournament a lot of years. So Michigan better not sleep on them. Yeah, this is definitely an interesting one too because – I think almost everybody, a majority of people are picking Michigan just in all the hype Michigan has been getting. And Michigan is obviously known for their goal scoring this year. They're number three uh, ending the season now in scoring offense. But AIC is at seven. So 
they're another team that'll be able to watch. Don't sleep on any team in this tournament. Well, I mean, it, it's still March. Well, and you saw in Michigan, they had their defensemen are almost all offensive defensemen, so that's right. definitely something other teams are able to take advantage of. Right, and it's like, like Nathan said at the Big Ten tournament game, it's like Big Ten hockey is a lot different than other conferences. It's a lot more flashy, so if you get up against a gritty underdog team, Watch out for an upset against Michigan here. Uh, I don't know if you want to pick it, but yeah, just Mich- watch for it. Michigan had 13 easy win games this year. Yeah. They won 12 of them, losing one of them to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And, and AIC, yeah. they've been playing gritty all year. They're definitely a team that could take one away from them. Right. Yeah, and, you know, that conference tournament for AIC didn't come easy for them either. You know, they were down in the semifinal game against Mercyhurst. They were down, like, you know, 3-1 to one going into that third period or 4-2. to two, And they scored three to come back and ended up taking it 5-4. And then obviously the championship with Air Force, they kind of blew them out 7-0. But, you know, it's just they're a team that if, if they could put it together and get get right out there right away. Because the problem when they played North Dakota last year is they let North Dakota score two or three goals within like the first 10 minutes. And there's just no chance you can come back from that. You can't be chasing, especially if you're AIC in this game. Momentum is the name of the game and actually that whole region there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's number one key for AIC. They have to score first, I think. Yeah, I think they're, like Ryan stated, how – Big Ten hockey is a lot different than every other conference. And I think that's the main reason why a Big Ten school hasn't won the NCAA championship since 2007. The game has changed a lot, and I just don't think a Big Ten team will be able to get it done this year. Yeah, and, you know, this is going to be it's going to be fun. I think that second game or, the, you know, the regional <coughs> final in this case, I think if Michigan ends up playing – Quinnipiac, I think it's going to be an easy one for Michigan. I just don't think I can't see Quinnipiac standing up to the fast-paced Michigan team, and I just don't think their defense is going to be able to hold them. But if it's Michigan St. Cloud, and I'm just kind of writing out AIC here because I, I mean, sure they could have it, but this is probably the most likely. Uh, I think a Michigan St. Cloud State game, I have no idea where that would go. Just with St. Cloud's experience, you know, they can, you know, they're not the fastest team like Michigan per se. <clears throat> But they're hard-hitting, they play physical, and I don't know, that would just be a great game, I think, too, for that final. Yeah, with Spencer Meyer on the blue line, I think it'll be tough for Michigan. Matty Beneers to get by him. Yeah, no, he's just a log out there. He's just like a, you know, you're, you're driving in a boat and you hit a stump, he's just not moving, he's just <laughs> boom. Yeah, well, that's the difference between the St. Cloud team and uh, Michigan and Quinnipiac, actually, is Quin- Quinnipiac has, they're, they're just straight physicality. Their game is all about slowing you down and hitting you getting a lot of shots on that, where St. Cloud's more about they're using all their speed. They're, they're like a mirror image of Denver, the same thing. They both completely, they, they'll, they'll outrun you, get you out of position, and get easy shots on that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just going to be interesting if Quinnipiac can stand up to, like, the oldest team in college hockey this year. Yeah, uh, thank you, Easton, for that. You're about 32 years old now. <laughs> Got it, 72 penalty minutes on him this yeah. year. Jesus. Not I as think- many as Roman or Sean. If, if, there, if there was a bet, we were talking about this earlier, if there was a bet to place on the weekend, Easton Brodzinski, penalty box. And Seamus Donahue. How many 10 minutes is ten, he going to get again? It's probably over <laughs> under. It should be like seven and a half for minutes. I don't know. Well, he, well he's got he's got four, or not, at least three 10-minute ten ten minute game misconducts already this year. He, he's just, he loves chirping, that's for sure. I don't know. But <laughs> Tape his mouth shut. No. Yeah, tape his mouth shut. Get him a bigger mouth guard. Yeah, might need some <laughs> stitches or something. I'm not sure. JP loves him, though. <laughs> it's time to see what playoff Brodzy can do this weekend. Yeah, he we better need do something. But let's move on to the East Regional here. We got Minnesota State Mankato taking on Harvard in game one, 11 a.m. Thursday morning. Carl, this is your Harvard team. They were kind of in a slump, but they ended up winning that conference tournament. How would you feel about that? Yeah, I was I was starting to doubt Harvard. I'm not going to lie. Harvard's got 
they, they, they've got at least 12 seniors on that team, from what I can remember, and, and they definitely have the experience to get past Mankato, but Mankato's got a lot of firepower and a, very, and a lot of aggression. Yeah, I thought this is kind of, if Harvard can limit Mankato's scoring, I think this could be a really, really tight game. Well, yeah, and they're going to struggle to get pucks on 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 net too because McKay has been has been fantastic this year. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's I think this is going to be a really low scoring game. I can see it being you know a one two finish here, but it's this is going to be all about whose defense I think can really step up more. Yeah, even though Mankato has been the number one team for basically the whole year, I do think this game will be pretty difficult for both teams. Um, Mankato really hasn't been playing that great in their little conference tournament. They almost lost to St. Thomas, and they nearly lost to Bemidji. And neither of those teams are good, so I think Harvard could easily win this one. Yeah, and this is definitely a game, I think, Nathan, of you know scoring defenses. Yeah. Uh, number two team in scoring defense throughout the year, just behind Quinnipiac. And then uh, Harvard is number 11. So, yeah, this will definitely be a good one to watch. You know, I think a lot of, if not almost everybody, is taking Mankato just for how dominant they've been, the number one team throughout most of the year this year. Um, but a Harvard team, like you said, they've had hot streaks throughout the season, and when they're hot, they're hot. So they're definitely a team to watch if you're looking to pick an upset and you want to be ballsy and you want to pick this upset. I don't have anything wrong with that. No, I think if you're looking at, you know, one to four seed upsets, I feel like this would probably be the one to take almost. I mean, there's, you know, you could say, yeah, maybe Denver and UMass Lowell or something, but I, I, I feel like Harvard could actually, you know, just one goal that they let by. I don't know. And, you know, just looking at the games in this region, I think this could be maybe just the most difficult region because you got Minnesota State, Harvard, and then on the other side of it, you got North Dakota, Notre Dame. And I don't know, the two NDs right here. <laughs> I mean, North Dakota, they didn't do great last weekend getting out in the first round in the frozen faceoff. So they didn't really, you know, do much with basically a home field advantage there in the XL2, honestly, with the way it looked. But And then you got Notre Dame who, you know, they kind of they came, they had a little hot streak in March. And February, and then they kind of just slumped off right at the end. They didn't play great against Wisconsin in that first round of the Big Ten championship or, or you know, uh, tournament. So this is going to be another game too. Or I just I think this could be a close one. It all depends. And Driscoll's starting. I don't know. And I really don't know who's starting for Notre Dame either between Galata and Bischel. I like I like Bischel, but it's it's going to be a tight one. Yeah, Notre Dame's a team that they got hot right at the right time to get into the tournament, right towards the end of the year, it, and it looked like. It looked like, uh, excuse me, uh, the Bulldogs, uh, UMD, usually how they end up getting hot right at the end of the year and then they run right to the national championship. And, and if this is anything like that, I mean, they could get really lucky here. Yeah, because, you know, in the beginning of the year when I, I was talking about, you know, my ASU hype train, which derailed, um, and then, you know, I had Notre Dame just because I had their jersey. I was kind of memeing on them at the beginning of the year, but they ended up turning into a team that was actually like, whoa. This team is actually pretty decent, and they could make a little bit of a run if they got everything together. And it, it, if they can put goals in the net this weekend, I think they could potentially walk out of here maybe, maybe go into the Frozen Four. I don't know. Yeah, I think this is one of the best first-round matchups we got, North Dakota versus Notre Dame. And then the other really good one, I think, is Minnesota-UMass. But I think this game is going to be very close. Either team could come out on top here, and uh, whatever team has a better goaltender will win this one. Yeah, both of those matchups are really interesting to me. Obviously, Notre Dame, Big Ten hockey, especially with them, it's like they hit a hot streak and they're all of a sudden relevant. 
you know, other than you talking about them, Nathan, it's like <laughs> I, I didn't know that they were relevant within Big Ten hockey. And then they pull it out, and then North Dakota is always relevant. Uh, they're kind of on a little skid right now. Obviously, they didn't get where they wanted to in the frozen faceoff. But I just got a really good feeling about North Dakota going into this tournament, um, especially when they're not a one seed. I think that definitely helps them out a little bit. The Minnesota UMass, this is this is the mo- one of the most interesting matchups, I think, in the whole tournament because you don't really you know what Minnesota's about, kind of the Big Ten hockey, and then UMass in the tournament. I don't know. It's like I'm high on UMass to go and make a run in this tournament, and I think that they're a team that could upset Minnesota just for Minnesota coming off of a rough loss last weekend. And Minnesota's a weird team. Yeah, they're odd. It's, it's, you don't know what you're going to get from Minnesota. And you never know. And it's you know they can be a hot team or they can be a team that's losing to the worst team in the Big Ten. It's like you never know what you're going to get from them. And I almost feel like that's almost all a Big Ten other than Michigan now kind of proving that they're the big deal. But I don't know. It's a Big Ten team, Big Ten tournament teams in hockey, in basketball, in any tournament you want to talk about, I can't trust them. No. And, Carl, Carl I just want to quick. So, you know, with the Cato and, and North Dakota, they're all out in New York. And the Harvard's obviously right there, so, you know, they kind of have maybe home field. How many North Dakota fans do you think are going out to New York this weekend? Oh, man, there's going to be over, probably over 120 of them. You think it's going to be you know, there will be more Nor- for them? There will be more North Dakota fans than there will be any other fans out okay. there. <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, they're gonna be wasting a lot of their money because North Dakota is gonna lose first round to Notre Dame, and they're just gonna be crying away on their little trains. That is hot. <laughs> that is a hot take. Yeah, I mean, they're probably they will take trains out there for yeah. sure. No, so <laughs> That's a long train ride, there you dude. That is train. such a long train ride. <laughs> you know, th- I mean, we gotta get one of them, you know, light rails or something. Just so. yeah, I mean, that can't be fun. Dude, it's a 20-hour train ride from St. Cloud to Chicago. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, they had, like, the Polar Express or something going out there. They just have their own. Now, dude, the oil tunnels. Yeah, they got something. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely on something like that. They're they're in a coal cart, (laughs) probably. They don't even go through, like, any nice train. They're in a coal cart. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you guys, you know, talking about that (laughs) northeast. The handle one. (laughs) Yeah, the the one you push, the pump one. That's what they're on. (laughs) Out northeast with Minnesota and UMass, yeah. This is my probably favorite game of the bracket first round. I don't know, just UMass, they they were they got kind of hot in the tournament. Um, but he, he scored like every game. Cam McCarr's younger brother, the freshman on that team. I mean, they've just – Murray stood up decent in that, and they ended up I, – I think Minnesota's going to win, though, honestly. I don't know. Just thinking about it now, it was like, boom. You know, they they're hungry after that home loss in the tournament Big Ten championship game. I don't know. I just UMass they've been so shifty all year. No, I'm taking. I I also take. Yeah. I also took Minnesota in this in my right. bracket. They're they're an up and down team, but I mean I think UMass. I mean UMass is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, UMass is just they they don't have that it factor that they had last year. They last year was their defense that everyone yeah, every, it nobody just could stood get up around strong and, every 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 game. Yeah, having the time over the summer to look at it has helped every team in the NCAA and they've really been able to decipher it and break it down and get past it. Yeah, this is my favorite game of the tournament uh, so far. It's going to be a very, very close game, I hope. Uh, if uh, Last year, like UMass going into the tournament, I feel like a lot of people didn't really know who they were, what they were all about. And this year, like Carl said, people have studied up and now they know what they're all about. And 
Minnesota, like Michigan, very high-flying team. If their big guns score, I think they'll have a good shot. Yeah, and then we look at the other other game in this location. Out in Worcester, Massachusetts, we have Northeastern taking on Western Michigan. Western Michigan kind of coming off a little slump in that NCAC championship game, not being able to score on Fanti with some crazy chances. Fanti kind of stood up there crazy, but the on the other side, Northeastern's Devin Levi, he really didn't play very well as a crazy goalie. He's been cracked this spring. He kind of let the, not to let the team down, but he let three goals in on like 20 shots against UConn in that semifinal. I was surprised they didn't even make it to the, the championship game in the Hockey East. And I did pick UConn, so I guess it's no shock, but uh, he, I, if he gets hot in this tournament, which he needs to if Northeastern wants to make a run at all, he's got to step up here the first game against Western. Yeah, Northeastern is a team that's usually just a one-stop shop on your on your way to the NHL, yeah. and, and that, that that's part of the reason they haven't been in it, haven't been in the tournament in a few years. And I, I mean, I, if they're they're really only that 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 is the excuse me, their best player is is, is there, the uh, main Levi goalie. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. It. The go yeah, yeah. It's the main point of this team, and if they yeah, they can get him lit up, they got a better chance. Uh, yeah, I'm not too high on Northeastern. I would love to see him win it, but I just think this Western Michigan team is way too strong for him. I think Western Michigan, like we've been saying all year, has a good shot to make it to the Frozen Four or even the national championship game. Uh, I think that you know Western Michigan, to me, especially as of late, I've been really impressed with how far they were able to go in the NCHC tournament. I thought they would be a team that maybe would get upset, you know, like by an Omaha or something, but. No, I'm really impressed with them, and I mean, if we're looking at Vegas odds, Vegas really has has been a lot closer game between those two, as hmm. Western Michigan is favored by one and a half uh, goals, but that is really? that's tied for the lowest among every single other game. So, uh, yeah, Vegas, DraftKings, they think that's going to be a pretty reasonably close game. Interesting. I mean, I, that has to be just because how great Levi has been lately yeah. in that. I mean, that one game, I don't know who it was against. He stopped, like, 60 shots. He stopped 60. They had 62 shots on that, I think. I don't know who it was in the Hockey yeah, East. Was. It might have been Providence or something like that. What are the odds and in the Michigan Tech game? And he just, boom, boom, 60. Uh, and then I tell you what, um, the final the, the final in this the region is going to be good, I think. Oh. If you have Minnesota, whoever, it's going to be crazy. I got 50 bucks. Well, for which one? Michigan Tech, baby. Yeah, well, plus okay. one and a half. Nobody talking about them. Let, let's roll to Loveland, Colorado. Then we got Minnesota Duluth taking on Michigan Tech. What, what are the odds on that? Michigan Tech is the Saint, is the 2021 St. Cloud State Huskies of this tournament. You think so? They are the team that nobody's talking about. Everyone's going to doubt, and they could surprise everybody. I, I mean. They didn't even get mentioned in the show. That's too no. bad. They should have gotten because they've been. Playing some decent hockey here lately. Yeah, they've been really all year. Been. They've been in, they've been basically in the top twenty all year. Their goaltender's been on fire, and they're getting a lot of a lot of shots from a lot of people. And I was surprised, didn't they? Who did they lose to in the CCA or the yeah CCHA tournament? Bemidji. Was it Bemidji? I, I was kind of so. surprised. Yeah, it was because they lost at home too. I was surprised at that. Got swept at home. They're the twelfth favorite to win this whole tournament. So, plus four thousand. Really? Betting odds. But throw some cash on that. Yeah, throw some cash on that one. Big turnout there. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit will get you a little something there. I don't know. But I think this could be a reasonably close game as well. It depends. I don't know. I could see it being, you know, 2 3 0 if Fanti just absolutely unreal in that again because he's been so hot this spring. 
they, you know, we, we talked about it, I think it was in mid-January, or maybe it was even late December, Duluth just seemed to have some goalie issues. Fanti wasn't stepping up like he needed to. They were out in, um, well, I know one was Miami-Omaha. It, it was, it was and, I think it was during the Miami, big Ohio. tournament. There was just the, like, the Lake Superior tournament. When then, had, too, just all fall, he, yeah. he wasn't really... They put Steshkel in for the second game. Yeah, he just he just really hasn't been strong up until <clears throat> late this spring. And then yeah, and then well, well that's the whole Duluth mentality. Sorry, I mean to interrupt you, no, but good. they get hot at the right time, mm-hmm. right at the end of the year. You, you you know when you need to play and you know what matters. That's how you get to the end. Yeah, and then for most of you, you know, Steshkel is out with his his injury, and then now he's back. So they got just a one-two punch in that now, and they got an offense that can score with you know Noah Cates, Biondi. Just Bender, everybody there could just put a puck in that well, at that's, any time. And that's a team that if they show up, they'll win a game. But a lot of guy, but some of those guys like Yandi, Jack Hughes, they have dropped off the face of the earth on some of these games. Uh, in Duluth, they Biondi wasn't there. Neither was Jack Hughes. Um, oh, what's the other guy? Bender wasn't showing up for a couple of superior, excuse me, periods. But but you really got to get everyone on the same page for each game in this tournament because if you if you don't have anybody there you're done yeah yeah like we've uh like everyone in college hockey knows Duluth is the scariest tournament team for the past like six years it seems like Duluth just heats up at the right time and I think this is they have another great opportunity to make it all the way again yeah they're definitely one of the hottest teams that I'm watching right now and there's somebody that uh I'm not going to spoil anything for our pits later, but uh, there's somebody that I believe in to make a deep run, you know, after they beat up on St. Cloud a little bit, plowed their way through the tournament for this conference. They're going to, I have a really, very strong feeling that they're going to keep it going almost all the way to the end. Yeah. I mean, like Ryan said, it's just, it's probably one of the scariest tournament teams ever, you know, back to back 2018, 2019. And just NCHC tournament winners this year, so they're 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 on a hot streak right now, sweeping St. Cloud in St. Cloud in that first round of the tournament, and then going boom boom against Denver, two shutouts, Denver and Western in the XL Energy Center. So yeah, they've been they've just pitched some crazy games recently, and then our second game, the one four Denver UMass Lowell out in Colorado, Denver with the home field advantage here, but basically anywhere they go, they have a great shot. So. Yeah, well, U- UMass Lowell has no chance in this game. Like I, lo- I love UMass Lowell, but Denver's gonna just cream them. They're gonna outskate them by the end of the first period. You know, I feel like if this game might have been last November, UMass Lowell might have had a chance with just the hot streak they're in. But they had a chance to win the Hockey East by a pretty reasonable margin. I think when we were talking about it in December, they had a pretty good lead, and then they just choked that away. Similar to UMass, not quite as bad, but they just. They choked that lead away they had there, too. And, yeah, they've just been nothing really special as of recently. It's hard for them to score goals. Goaltending has been a little bit of an issue. And it's going to be – it's you know, it's nice to see them in the tournament. I like this color matchup, Denver-UMass-Lowell. But uh, – <laughs> so, I don't know. I'll at least like watching the game. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a interesting one for sure. I do think Denver will win this one quite easily unless Magnus Kroner – does bad. Siv, Kroner, Siv. Yeah. Krona. Oh, yeah. We just call him Kroner. Kroner's <laughs> his nickname. I th- yeah, I think this is a game for Denver to lose. Uh, if UMass Lowell somehow gets on a 
gets on a streak this game. Denver has to take control bad. This is, I think this is Denver all the way for a lot of people. But I mean, if Kroner Boner screws up somehow, he hasn't been playing well. No, he hasn't. We've it's been a talking point on this podcast for a while now. That that is the one that's the weakness. That's the weakness for Denver, and UMass Lowell. Luckily for Denver, is not the you know the most flashy team on offense. They're yeah. more of a defensive team, but uh, if Kroner is not successful against Denver, they could easily get booted. Lowell has round. grit. That, yeah, they, they got do. pure grit, and that's what you love in a hockey team. Mm-hmm. And you need that when you're the four seed going against going up against that number one. Yeah. So. Boom. Boom. And Boom. That's, that's our excitement for Boom. this weekend. Four games. Boom. Boom. Four games Thursday. We're starting out with Cato. Boom. Then I think it's, I think it's Duluth. <laughs> and then it's Notre Dame. And then ending the night back back where? I don't even know. It's the, who else is up there? Harvard. Hart, no, they're playing in the morning. I think it's actually – I think it's it's Denver. Oh, I Did just, I say Denver? <laughs> no. I just got it. <laughs> it goes – Cato? It's oh wait I'm look oh it's on the oh yeah so mm-hmm. it's Cato, then Duluth, Duluth Michigan Tech and then it's North Dakota Notre Dame and Denver UMass Lowell to start off your Thursday, and then they'll play that you know championship game, on or both those championship games then on Saturday because we now have the break in between, you know each regional regional series so that'll be nice we have four days of hockey now instead of just the Friday Saturday Sunday I can confirm North Dakota will be shut down for. From Thursday through Sunday, you think so? There will be nobody in the in the state. <laughs> and then I don't know why there. anyone would want to go there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then Friday morning, if you want to wake up, I don't know, it's Western Michigan, Northeastern, maybe sleep in that day. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. And then you have Michigan taking on AIC, Minnesota, Massachusetts, and then ending off the night with Quinnipiac and St. Cloud State at 7 p.m. Central Time. So that's going to be a fun day of hockey, too. And then Saturday, boom, those first regional finals. And then, boom, these regional finals on Sunday. Full four days of hockey coming up. What a, what, what a better way to spend a weekend. Is this one of the best weekends in college hockey? I think it probably yeah, is. Yeah, I think it has to probably be. Probably the best weekend, in my opinion. It's just last year just spending 12 hours in a row watching hockey. Every game matters. Playoff grit. It's like I remember after, after the whole you know NCAA tournament was over last year, going back to NHL was just boring. Well, Just, you know, I can. I only have followed hockey past the Frozen Face-Off. Oh, actually, past the regional tournament, probably once, to be honest, <laughs> once or twice. And, and, yeah, the regional tournament is probably the best, in my opinion. It has to be. I mean, there's just, it's just hockey weekend. You know, boys just booling on the ice. What else can you ask for? Not much. But if... Little bottom bottom shelf vodka that you two drink. Water in the corner of the That's what Sioux Falls Arena. <laughs> I'm surprised like North Dakota doesn't have a big watch party or something, you know, at Ralph Engelstad Arena where they just get the whole thing put on the big screen and watch them play. I feel like they could pack that place. Well, that, well they that. can't. They have all the banners. Yeah. Do you think they'll have a watch party at Cowboy Jets in Minneapolis? Uh, I don't yeah. know if anybody. Hopefully, no able, one shows up. I don't for think that. anybody will be able to get in for that one. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's recap some just, of. He was just talking about an orgy. No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, if it's North Dakota fans, oh, oh yeah. Okay, let's let's recap this weekend's uh, championships. So let's start off with the Big Ten. We had one game played: Michigan at Minnesota for the Big Ten championship game. We did go to that, or Carl wasn't there, but three of us did. Those tickets sold out so fast. It was like by uh, what, what, Thursday. Yeah, here's the 
Wednesday, largest crowd they've ever had in that arena. 10,744 yeah. or something like that. That's pretty nuts. It was nuts. We walked in there. Uh, saw Joe. Um, <laughs> shout out Joe Williams if you're listening. Um, and I don't know. It was just that whole stadium was just crazy. Yeah. I think the atmosphere in there, you know, as a St. Cloud State fan and somebody that does not like the University of Minnesota, uh, that was I was very impressed with that out, outcome and – yeah, yeah, I hear they do have a fan section at some yeah. games. You know, Their Carl, fan section was pretty, was pretty was bad. Packed. They have crappy chants. No, they, the only no, chance, dude, they, have chants the only chance so they know are the M-I-N-N-E-S-O-T-A dude, one. Their and goal then, song yeah. is bad, too. It's hilarious. Sorry, they they do zero chance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. bad. That's all they got. I mean, they, they got have the... A, they have a website committed chance, and they don't use it. Oh, yeah. Well, They're I think they not. used to, but I think after COVID and stuff, it just got terrible. Right. Yeah, good point. All the upperclassmen leaving or something, and all these... Because it looks like a lot of younger kids in yeah. there, if I'm being real. It's probably, you yeah, know, sophomores and freshmen, a lot of them. Yeah. That's what it looked like. People that saw that they're in the Big Ten Championship, they saw a championship, they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't watch hockey. Years. <laughs> yeah, you know, trophies involved, it's a place you got to be. So, But it was, it, was cr- it was just unreal. I painted myself. I had a little Minnesota M on me. I um, painted you. It, and Ryan made it kind of look like, so it was it was a little bit of a Michigan M, too. So luckily, I could celebrate with all the Michigan fans with my why shirt you, off. Why don't you do one on the front, one on the back? <sighs> That's a good question. They're really know. similar. We didn't really. Uh, we were in a hurry. We kind of were. Yeah. Our hotel room was. We weird. stayed. We stayed in the, uh, the most modern hippie hotel ever. Sounds fun. There's a lot of artwork on the wall and expensive mojitos and. Yeah. Screw ups downstairs. So. Yeah. That, you make your own mojitos. It should have been the best screw up I've ever had in my life, but unfortunately, it wasn't. But. Talking you, about, wait, was did you like the one at Blarney's better? Yeah, that one was really good. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I love I love all of the nice restaurants in Minneapolis. They're very friendly. Oh, there's a good pizza place you guys got. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but uh, we got pizza from somewhere. Pizza Luce or yeah, whatever. Pizza Luce. You yeah. guys want that? Is that what we got? Yep. They need more sauce yeah, on that side. Yeah, there's a place I used to go when I was having surgery. Uh, when I had my brain surgery, my mom was taking me there before the appointments and. Like it, it was just it was the best. Yeah, it's pretty good. Bars or Portnoy didn't like it that much. I it needs more sauce. Yeah, that's, that's what my it was. that's my critique. The was crust, like the crust was a little chewy, and it was a little bit. It was just kind of a dry out of me. I don't know. I like a little bit more sauce in there. Yeah. I, I what did I rate a six four? Yeah, it's six four or something. <laughs> I think I gave it a six four. But so like a solid slice probably. Could be yeah, better. That stadium just filled up fast. I loved it. The, yeah. the, yeah, it was an absolutely electric game to be at. It was actually insane how Minnesota scored in the first, what was it, 20 seconds? It was like 20, 30, and my shirt was off instantly. It was so loud in there. It was crazy. But then they couldn't do anything after that until the last minute of the game. Yeah, they scored in the first minute and then the last minute of the game. They couldn't score in the 58 in between. It was so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. And Ryan was chirping over here. He was going, go blue the whole game. <laughs> this guy with boogers on his nose right in front of us, he, <laughs> he hated it. He's great. To be. Oh, Michigan, Michigan Wolverine is great. To be, we heard little seven-year-olds chanting that behind us all game. Yeah, Ryan was making buddies. And oh yeah, you said some choice words that they didn't Dude, like. It's, though it's so much <laughs> fun to chirp Gopher fans. <laughs> they get so mad. Yeah, they don't stay for the whole game or anything. Yeah, well, yeah, it's because like, they don't know what hockey is. <laughs> oh, like uh, the student section was definitely not into. They didn't understand all. Most I don't know. It was just weird, like you said. You know, a lot of them weren't there all year. There's obviously some great committed fans that they have. No logic. Yeah, and they just start cheering and booing at the most random things. Like there could be like a squirrel on the ice, and they'd start booing or something. I don't know. Yeah, just some weird like that. 
Dude, but, who boos at a squirrel on the ice? I don't know. Goalie fans. <laughs> Told you but, yeah, so Minnesota scored in that first minute, and then it took, like, another minute for Michigan to tie it up. And Michigan never really let up after that. They got another one and right at the end of the first, thanks to, uh, I don't even know who it was from Minnesota, basically just tipping it. Is it Custer? Custer. Custer. Is that that's yeah, how you say it? I think it was Custer number six. Yeah. Yeah, Custer. I think oh, he, he basically on. put it in. I want to say it was Custer. He's on the D-line with, who was it? Who's Perf. their big? Yeah, Perbix. I think it was Custer. Clark Custer? Yeah. yeah. No, Clark Custer played for St. Cloud State. Oh, mm. well, not Clark. Different Custer. Um, let me check. And then you. big third or second period for Michigan, they put Coster. up. Coster. Coster? Coster. It looked like a U. I don't know. But then Michigan put two more in in the second period. Minnesota was just dreary as heck. It was 4-1. to one. That that's whole score basically was the same for almost the whole third period until 59 seconds or whatever it was. And Minnesota put two in in the last minute. It was too little, too late, sadly. I tell you what, if it was a 3-1 to one game at that point and Minnesota would have scored two goals, that stadium would have been so nuts. Yeah, it would have erupted in there. And, you know, the refs, they did make some interesting calls both ways, and the fans didn't like it. We did see more cans on the ice. Than goals for uh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Dude, and honestly, that that last, at the end of the game, you guys remember this, when that guy threw it right at the ref. That was uncalled for. Yeah, there was a lot of stupid. That. That's why it's against the rules, because people have gotten injured by yeah. that. No, because, I mean, if you want to make, think about it, if you want to make that can onto the ice, it has to have some liquid in there. You, know, you can't just be throwing an empty can that goes nowhere. These cans have to be, and you're paying 10 bucks for a drink. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan, tell us about your, your uh, trough experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I went into the trough, trough in the intermission, and uh, there was about 45 dudes just right in the trough. So there I go, right in the middle of it. it was, in, a, in a Jimmy Craig jersey. Yeah. It was a From very, BU, like what? It was a very scary exper- experience, and I did not look anywhere. I was had my eyes closed. <laughs> hey, dude, I can't do troughs. <laughs> I always troughs go in the bathroom. So to, I always go in the stall, stall and, t- and take a piss in there. I'm a shy peer. I uh, I did early in the game, like before it even started. There was only me and two other guys, I think. So we were just bullying. <laughs> you're just looking at them. No, I was in the corner. No, was, it's actually all stare down. Yeah, you gotta. It's a staring contest in there. But overall, it was a fun experience. That was pretty fun. Uh, I've never been to Mariucci. It's really interesting setup how basically it's all just the lower bowl because those sections are so tall. So freaking steep. Yeah, it's just at one point it, it, it does kind of make it feel like everybody's together there, which I kind of like. But at the same time, it's just those sections are – if you have to walk all the way down there, it's like, you know, at a whistle or something. I don't know. It's just kind of hard to get all the way down. Yeah, if you get up high, you get a little bit lightheaded and you feel like you're like – like, like, it, like, if you're trying to talk to your friend who's like one seat below you, you feel like you're he- oh, they're you way down there. To yeah. Each other. yeah, I remember I stepped on a can. I tried to crush a can. I was basically in somebody's ear, so <laughs> that's the way that went. But that was that was a great experience. Never been to Mariucci before. The boys had a good time. The shirt was off uh, for the celebration at the end. Yeah, the M looked good enough, so it was close enough so I could celebrate with all the Michigan guys. There were some there. They were like, I don't know, complaining about something. But he was like, "This means nothing." This tournament means nothing. It's on the next weekend. I was like, yeah, let's go, bro. I don't know. I was just having a good time. Uh, Sports. Yeah. Sports. I think, I think uh, I don't know who it was, but the boys, they were pointing at my shirt when they did their little, or my tarp off, my little M, when they were doing their go little victory lap. Gophers. They were, they were all loving it. So it was a good time. Anything to add on that? Uh, yeah, Mini- yeah, Minneapolis sucks. That's all I have to say. 
We did have a crazy dude in our hotel who teleports, though. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, my God. But dude was... Yeah, she goes to the Wolves games. Those are fun. Wolves games are fun. There was a crazy Wolves game that night. $10 tickets, there was. baby. Wolves beat Bucks. The, beat the hell out of the Bucks that night. But, yeah. Jeez. Well, what tourney should we go to next? NCHC? Yeah. Let's keep it in the same... Basically, same city. First, first, first day, Friday. Duluth versus Denver. Yep. Denver never even scored. Duluth made them look like so. Oh my gosh, Duluth made them look like clowns. They Duluth played like national champions in that game. It was kind of a boring game. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, honestly, the NCHC tournament at the XL Energy Center was a little bit more boring than what I would have liked. The Western Michigan North Dakota was a pretty good game. Yeah. Obviously, Western got the job done and moved on to the championship there, but. Like Carl said, Minnesota Duluth played out played out of their minds, and they're a very scary team coming up. I was wondering, oh wait, who did North Dakota play? Western. Western. I was wondering how many Western fans were pushed down the stairs, though. They they did have a little student. They did section. have a pretty sick kind of student section. Wait, they got some boys. Did out. you guys know about that? Uh, I saw something about the, it. Yeah, yeah. North Dakota fan pushed an Omaha fan down the stairs and sent him to the hospital. Really? <laughs> With, like. Two flights, I heard, Jeez. in in Grand Forks. That's well, that's North Dakota fans. I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Western had a decent crowd there. Yeah. So that's kind of sick. Not, yeah. Didn't really help in the second night though. Fanti's just been unbelievable. I think yeah, that's Fanti's I think that's really the takeaway of this tournament for Duluth. Fanti has been rock solid, and if he stays that way, man, 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 it's gonna be scary. Jeez, do they have a goalie coach in Duluth? Oh my gosh, Hunter Shepard now at Fanti. Oh my god, it's, it's right not fair. Them. It's just not fair. Yeah, I don't know, Ryan. You got anything? Duluth is hot right now, and you know, I've been giving Fanti a lot of shit throughout this whole season, but <laughs> dude is just ridiculously good as of late this last month. He's been nuts. Yeah. You know, watching him with St. Cloud when they played us uh, absolutely a trillion times. Um, watching Fanti's, like, dude's really good. He's I really like good his, this year. I do like at least his, like, demeanor better than, like, Bussy or something. Yeah. yeah. Bussy's a baby. Yeah, he yeah. is. He was crying in St. Cloud that one time when they were reviewed it. He's like, what? When nobody touched him and it was, like, goal interference or something. He was just, yeah. like, crying out there. It's like Fanti is respectful enough he to me. He doesn't trip people like Bussy. just doesn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> he just goes out there, does his work. He's very modest. Yeah. And then, you know what? What I think one of the craziest maybe happenings of the weekend was in the CCHA championship game. Did you see that, Carl? I did not. That goal? So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 40-minute 40, 40 review, and, and you're going to sneak it under the goal? Mm-hmm. That I was. Mean. Yeah, so Bemidji, Mankato. Bemidji actually came out first, scored first in the first period, I believe. Mankato ties it in the second. It's a 1-1 game all the way through to overtime. And Mankato scores what looked like the game-winner championship ceiling goal. But what happened was the net kind of got lifted up, and it snuck in right underneath the net. And, yeah, I guess, you know, the initial review by the refs, they thought it looked good. I guess they didn't have the angles, uh, like, on TV and stuff. I don't know how you're not uh, able to see those angles. Yeah, yeah that's, You should be able to see everything. That's kind of BS, I think. That, that's, just, that's just that's Tom kinda, Stern's ref in that one. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you go back and you have all the angles you want as a ref. You make those calls all the time, you know? I don't know. But then... Yeah, 40 minutes later, however long it was, the stadium's basically empty. Everybody had to come back in. The trophy was already, the trophy ceremony already happened. <laughs> and 
they go back to playing hockey, and it didn't take too much longer, and Cato scores another one and wins it again. So they are the winners of the CCHA now that it's back twice. Yes. Yeah, I think this game for Cato is way too close for comfort, especially against a Bemidji State team that has not been doing very good all year. Uh, yeah, like Nathan said, it was about a 40-minute review. Goal got called back. I think it would have been very, very funny if Bemidji was able to win it That'd after that. So that would have been good. the funniest thing that ever. That would have me so happy. <clears throat> that would have been, been hilarious. Not that lucky. No. Sadly not. And that was a way closer game than it should have been, yeah. Beers have to hibernate sometime. That's true. And it, it, it's warming up, but it's snowing today. Yeah. It's snowing like a madman, so. Stupid. Yeah, CCHA, that was kind of a shock how close it was. I was thinking like a 5-1 game. And, uh, you know, I guess quick. let's quick do our Atlantic talk. Uh Air Force actually beat RIT somehow. Ryan, you you were like, let's go Air Force, and yep. they ended up pulling it off, not in the championship game. Uh, Mercyhurst, who I actually picked winning everything, they had a close one against American International. Boy, it was 4-5. Mercyhurst. They, ah, it was so close. They had a two-goal lead going into the third period, and they blew it. I was so disappointed. I was, I was such a mer- – I think Mercyhurst, more than AIC, could could kind of make a run. They've been Mercyhurst has been hot. AIC – AC's going to be – they have, like, 12 seniors – 11 seniors, too. They're going to be bad next year, I think. I was kind of going with the RIT, man. Nope. They were looking good, too, at some point. They tied with AIC – or split a series with AIC not too long ago. I remember we picked that. <laughs> no, but no. St. Lawrence. We were St. hyping Lawrence. up St. Lawrence. St. Yeah, we Lawrence. wanted St. Lawrence bad. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, so a, just a quick AIC won 7-0 in the, in the championship against Air Force. You want to guess the attendance for that game? Where was it? it up? It was at uh, – Less than 6,000. It was in Utica. Uh, Utica Memorial Utisha. Auditorium. Utisha. Utisha. Is that what I was? 2,332. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get 781. 781. Yeah, but just Carl. Uh, I'm going to go 1,200. Sit 76. Oh, my God. That's nice. For a championship game? For a championship game. We've been saying it all year. This is by far the worst conference in college hockey. I don't know. It's just not fun to watch. You know, not only that, I think. I bring this up. I think every conference tournament, I don't think it should be held at, like, an away place. Honestly, I think the home – like, at Mariucci, I think the top-seeded place should just host. It would be better for fans. I think it would be a way better atmosphere. The XL, that hardly gets even close to full. Well, yeah. and, and they even even with the regionals, they, they say – well, and, and with these, these – these, um, uh, yeah, yeah, the regionals, they say we want to have this at a neutral location, but we also want fans there. So they put it somewhere else. So just put it at the dang home stadium. Yeah, at least and the do regionals. A, do, do, a th- do a series or something. The Frozen Four is fine, you it's know, in the, in the big, huge yeah. NHL ma- arena. And a majority of the time you're supporting small markets. So it's like, why Next not year do it there? will be the most neutral location it has ever been played at, though. Where's that? The Frozen Four, it'll be in Florida. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay, that's right. That will be, be the electric. most neutral. No shot. No shot North Dakota fans go down there to show off their tans. They're scared of beaches. Nah, they yeah, they probably fat. got a ton of them down they there. Will. It, it's, it's a cheap flight, man. Yeah. We'll see. How's St. Cloud going to do? Are they going to make it next year? Next year, uh, we have a better chance than this year. You think so? Really? I think that could be a hot take. Yeah, it's just because Spencer Meyer will be back next year. <laughs> we'll see. Easton will be 80 skating yeah. out there. Easton cannot come back next year. Easton will find a red shirt, 
He got redshirted. He's oh, a redshirt grad. Then. He's like a redshirt. I, don't know. I swear to God, if, he's, if you come back, <laughs> that's I'm what our buddy JB said. Like he got redshirted his freshman year. So redshirted his freshman. Yeah. I don't know. Even he, does that give him that COVID year yet or not? If he comes back as a grad student, he can still play, I believe, oh because God. of the COVID year. <laughs> on top of that, dude, I, I I love that man, dude. I love Easton. Yeah. <laughs> Easton's gonna be better than Johnny. Well, I mean, I like when Easton scores goals, but if he would stay out of the damn box, dude, he's such a goon. He he is the goon of St. Cloud for sure. That's so changes funny. number to sixty nine, man. Probably. He just goes to the VFW too much. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. And then uh. The ECAC tournament, Carl's Harvard. They ended up beating Clarkson five to three in the semifinals. Uh, and St. Lawrence. Yeah, they, I mean they just <laughs> they did yeah the week before, and then Quinnipiac beat Colgate. Colgate was on that run. They beat they swept Cornell again, and they did not beat Quinnipiac three to one. And then you had the championship game. Obviously Quinnipiac and Harvard. A lot of people probably just wrote it off. Yeah, Quinnipiac's gonna stay hot. Nope. <laughs> nope, that basically kicked Ohio State out of the big tournament because they were it. sitting at that, you know, right on the edge there. Sorry, and Ryan. What? Yeah, well, yeah, that uh, kind of disappointed Ryan. me too, not going to lie. I didn't want AIC in it. <laughs> no? That's, that'd be, when's well, the last and, time they well, haven't won their conference? Well, and AIC, like, wasn't in the top in the pairwise that Saturday night. They had to, like, do a whole bunch of extra math to make it work. Right. And, yeah, so, yeah, and then, oh, wait, we're talking about ECAC. And then it was an OT game. I love this. I love the fact Quinnipiac pulled their goalie. Six and a half minutes left in the third. They were down two to one. I I love that honestly. I don't know. Just the fact that you can't wait till the very very end. You What's can't you can't wait for a minute thirty because by the time he's off and you maybe get offensive zone possession, you got fifty seconds. Oh I, man, I've seen David Rennick diving towards the goal when he's trying <laughs> instead of skating off, skates back, jumps, misses it, and they score, and that's the end uh, of the game. I just I think. I re- if you're down by one goal, I like the two thirty mark. That's kind of my thing. And well, we s- I hope they pull their goalie that soon on Friday too. Yeah, no, it's got to be a thing. <laughs> and we've seen in the NHL this year, Minnesota Wild, they've scored like fourteen, fifteen, uh, you know, extra attacker goals. Dean Evison pulling pulling them early. So I just I love it. I love that move by them. They obviously ended up losing in overtime, but they gave it their best. Maybe so we'll see if they can get hot again against St. Cloud on Friday night. And then I think our, uh, is that our last one here? Hockey East. Hockey East. UConn Northeastern. No. Yeah. That's just That was the semifinal. Semifinal I'm talking here. Semifinals on Friday. UConn Northeastern. UConn advanced to their first ever Hockey East championship game ever in history. So that was great for them. They kind of came out of nowhere too the last half a little bit. You know, they, they weren't anything special. We talked about it in the fall at all. They were in the polls for a little. They're still in the polls, I think, down by, you know, 18, 19, somewhere down there. Um, and it was great to see that they had a shot because, I don't know, just a, I, I wish they had made the big tournament, honestly. I was kind of hoping for it. It would have been great. But UMass, who play, who beat UMass Lowell the night before, ended up taking the Hockey East. So they're back-to-back champions there. And, yeah, that's how the Hockey East went. I guess we didn't really – weren't too high on UMass, but they ended up being able to pull it all off. I guess, Ryan, you picked UMass to win it all, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually surprised that that game went to overtime. I figured UMass was going to be able to pull away a little bit, but I don't, I'm don't. i not that high on UMass just because, I don't know, they lost their goaltenders, and I just don't like UMass. Yeah. 
And I think that's the that's big recap. Go, go, you. go, go you. you. Go, go you. Go you. Mass. Go you. <laughs> yeah, I heard that a lot last year. But uh, let's just let's just let's get into our picks picks of the week. I don't know. We don't the polls at this point don't mean anything. Nope. They, do they really ever mean anything? No. Nope. No. Other than the, the pairwise. Exactly. Thanks, Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's. I think what our plan is here. We're obviously we can only pick the you know Thursday Friday games because we don't know obviously what's going to happen. We got six picks. We'll we're gonna drop American International in Michigan just because you know what's probably gonna happen there, as well as Western Michigan and Northeastern. Those are the two least likely upsets I see happening, and then we'll just pick all the other six. So let's start with Quinnipiac Saint Cloud. What is the storm looking God like? God damn it! Every goddamn time. <laughs> Ryan Michelson remains in the lead at seventy four. Other Ryan seventy three and a half. Oh, oh shoot! Carl, guess who's still in last place? Dude, how the hell are you not above me now? Oh, I'm above you, but I'm just saying for like... <laughs> just to say I'm at six, I'm, I'm 10 points back. 64. Carl, I don't I mean, even... You, gotta, you, gotta, a, stop, you gotta stop running with those Catholic schools, man. Yeah, I don't know. I want that chase of beer. Yep. Is that what we're going for? Yep. Chase of beer. Okay. Okay. Ryan, lead the way then. You can tell us St. Cloud I, mean, I got a, I got an extra one of these things too I'll toss in for the Oh, winners. shit. I got an extra one of these. Carl's got a, he's, he pulled a light the lamp winner's coupon oh, that literally has their name on it. Free pizza at Polito's? Polito's. Yeah, I got two of these. Oh, my God. Wow. Carl's throwing in the Frieza. Ooh, and it says you. light the lamp on it, too. Did they steal that? We better trademark that. Yeah. We could get them big nah, for that. This thing called the State Hockey Team dropped that. I'll show wow. you guys it later. This is actually yeah. before you guys, though. Can we, can we get them to sponsor us with that? Can we sponsor that? I'm still trying to get sponsorship for Choppers, bro. Like for dog pound? No, for for helmet guy. Oh, oh <laughs> that would be dope. Might have to reach out to light the lamp. Who's gonna light the lamp? I mean, true. Next year, check it out. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, Ryan, Saint Cloud, Quinnipiac. Saint Cloud, Quinnipiac, huh? Okay. So I filled in a bracket already. So I'm gonna go off of that one because yeah? I haven't filled out any other brackets for that. I think St. Cloud will be able to get a dub over 20 Piat just for the fact that 20 Piat, this is going to be, like you said, the first big matchup that they had since North Dakota. I don't think this is going to be a big swinging game for St. Cloud where they're going to win by four goals. I think this is going to be a one-goal game, close tournament hockey that St. Cloud will pull out yeah. the W. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to go with the same thing. Boom. Carl? We'll, we'll, Cloud. St. Cloud. Oh, you got to come out firing. You got to come out hot. You got to win at least two periods of that game, and it's yours. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go St. Cloud as well. I just don't think Quinnipiac is ready for this one. Yanev Peretz is going to be a big sieve. Sam Hench's hat trick. Spencer Meyer might have a few of them, but no, he won't. Couple, guess who, a couple guess hat tricks or goals? Goals, but then I can, so slow, dude. I can tell you a few things. Uh, Easton Brodzinski in the box and Seamus Donahue will fall. About 10 to 15 times. Do we have... Uh, <laughs> is there Vegas you can bet on that? Uh, I'm yeah. not that sure. That would be hella good money. We heard from Coach Coach Brett Larson today. David Rennick's still day-to-day with his illness, injury, whatever it was. And he... So so Caster might be starting in net for St. Cloud. Hey, now that they moved Perbix and Treble back on the same line, and they were on the same line all year last year, and they were amazing. Well, now they moved them back together, they, they the defense improved a lot. That's, and that like was it. hurting a long time. And well, spring. and they ran four D lines last yeah. last time we had, and that actually wasn't terrible. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, this is gonna be a good game. Uh, next, let's just move Minnesota UMass. 
Let's see who uh, battle the M's here. I'm taking UMass. I just don't. I think this is where Minnesota's, you know, question marks oh, start coming up. And I think UMass in these tournaments, I think they're going to be able to win a game here. So I don't trust Minnesota in this position. I take UMass. Yeah, they've had experience, that's for sure. Yep. And in my bracket, I had UMass too. I don't know. Minnesota's been on and off. They kind of, I don't know. I think Bob Motzko is going a little crazy right now. He didn't have the greatest showing this weekend. So I'm going to go UMass as well. I'm taking Minnesota here. Oh. I was going mini. Oh, don't go. I think they do have a lot of seniors. They've gone through a lot of crap in their past four years. Playing in the Big Ten, dealing with a lot of people leaving, bringing in more transfers, and I think the transfers are, are really what's going to help them get through this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota here too. I don't think UMass is as good as they were last year. And I think, like Carl said, they're a decently experienced team, Minnesota is. They almost beat Cato last year to go to the Frozen Four. And I think they're going to be on their little revenge tour and win Ooh. this one. Okay. Well, we'll see. Next, let's let's drop Cato Harvard, the first game in the whole tournament here. I'm going to go Cato. Yeah? They're just playing. They're playing too good. I think Harvard will be able to put up a fight, and they um, – Mantano might get punched in the mouth a little bit here, but I don't think it's anything that they won't be able to handle. See who wins the Nets round or else in that tournament. See who they face up against. Yeah. If it's that North Dakota or Notre Dame, then we can maybe have some question marks, but I think this is an easy win for them. You know, I don't have this in my bracket, but I'm going to go Harvard. Boom. Wow. I'm going to go Harvard. They're coming off that conference win. I like it. I go Crimson. I think I think it's they're going to come out and people are going to be surprised. Yeah. And, I mean, Kato, they've kind of been shaky a little bit recently. So, I don't know. I don't know. Harvard's going to get eaten up. Oh, God. They're going to get eaten up. Carl, I don't like hearing that from a Harvard man. fan. Carl. <laughs> I, I, I got calls it like I see it, man. Even Damn though it. Mankato, a lot of their Shit. players get a lot of penalties, they're they're just going to destroy them. Oh, God. Em. I don't like it's Carl, just, it's You were the Harvard gonna, hype, man. Yeah, it's not going to be fair, though. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. The goaltending <laughs> is better. The shot, the they get more shots on net, and oh my gosh! If if Harvard ends up winning, I'm gonna drive to Culver's and get a concrete mixer. Mark my <laughs> words, I will post it on the Light the Lamp Instagram story. Fat fail. That is a oh, fat yeah. fail. I'll get cheese curds with it too. Ah, <laughs> uh, this one's hard to say, but I'm gonna go Cato. I do like Harvard and how they've done this year. I just don't think there's any way Harvard can pull this one off. Well, well yeah. if there's a will, there's a way. So, so, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever, fine. We're going to the NDs, Notre Dame and North Dakota. Ryan. Damn cheer. Notre Dame, North Dakota. Yeah. I'm taking North Dakota. Really, why? Because Big Ten, I don't trust the Big bad. Ten in tournament play. I just don't. I Big Ten is very, very confusing to me, and especially in hockey when there's so many other conferences that are way better, including the NCHC, which I think is going to do very successful this year. Kind of surprising last year. I think this year they do a lot better. Uh, yeah, I just think North Dakota will be able to hit their stride again. Good for Notre Dame, able to get this far. But yeah. And they, it's going to end here. Well, you know what? I'm saying frick it, and North Dakota fans are going to ride crying back home. I'm going to go Notre Dame. I pulled them from the ashes, and now I'm going to rise them to glory. So <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be gods after this weekend. They might lose the second game. I don't care. 
They're winning the first game. Screw North Dakota. If Notre Dame wins this first game, I think they they go on to the Frozen Four. You said they're gonna be national Ten. championship, national champions. They deserve to go to the Frozen Four if they yeah. win that first game. Don't when? cruise. I don't well, think they'll they have win Spencer Stastny. <laughs> be riding high. Croner will somehow just not be a sieve, and there goes Denver. Frick Croner. Croner. Croner boner. I am taking North Dakota here, and you're never going to hear me say this ever again. Bradbury is fat. (laughs) (laughs) He does look like Sir Topham Hat. Yeah, he does. But he's arguably one of the top five best college hockey coaches to ever coach in the NCAA. And he has turned this team around. They did exactly what they thought they were going to do. They they had the young freshman. It took them a while to gel, and then Mm -hmm. they got hot right at the right time. And I know I say that a lot, but I'm I, I this is a team that's gonna compete and could definitely make it to the frozen four. Now is Jake Sanderson still gonna be out? Uh I don't know. He was he was a meathead. He jumped right into the yeah, post like, We watched that video. He like, just dude, like, you're not dove playing in, soccer. He dove into the post against Colorado College in the first round of the NCAA. Dude, tournament. he did that and when St. Cloud played there too. Yeah, I don't know. So he didn't even play last weekend. I don't know if he's going through concussions or something like that, but he, I think he might be game time decision, something, something to Dude, that effect. If so if you're Sanderson right now, screw it. Like sit out, go straight to the NHL after this year. He you're is going anyways. Yeah, he, like he confirmed just, it. He's going just right to the chow. Sit out the rest of the year. Just, just dump it. Like nobody, it's not worth ruining more of your career. No, isn't he going to the Canadians? No, he's like going senators? to Ottawa. Was, yes, Senators. Okay, yeah, because yeah, they had a report that he once the season's over, he's gone. Not oh, returning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. This one, I'm going to go. Go, Dame. Yes. Screw North Dakota. Yes. Brad Barry and his little kids. Reese Gaber, you're going to go home crying with your mom. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> okay. Reese Gaber. Okay. Reese Gaber. Yeah. He might be smoking shrooms in the locker room after the game. <laughs> Reese Gaber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, la- a couple, we got a couple NCHC teams left here. Let's go Denver, Mass, Lowell. You, Mass, Lowell. Gosh, you guys have me second-guessing se- second myself on this one now because Denver's definitely a team that now I think is going to lose, but I'm still going to pick them. Because of Corona? No, I'm going to pick them because they have Carter Savoy and... And Gutman. Bobby and Brink. Gutman, even Bobby though Brink. I absolutely hate Cole Gutman because he decommitted from St. Cloud, but... He's, he's been playing really well. Yeah, he has. There has to be a number one seed that loses his first round. I'm going New Mass Law. Boom. Wow. Yeah, I think Kroner has just... Boom! Like ever, ever since you said it, Nathan, <laughs> I it's know. been disappointments. And I think that a UMass Lowell team, all they need to do is get a lead and hold the lead, and they win this game. You want to hear so. me say my magic number? 23. If UMass Lowell can get 23 shots on goal, they win the game. If they can manage 23 shots against Denver, they win. Yep. Well, That's I don't know, what they man. Got Jordan got sick when he was up there. Really? Yeah. Huh? I think this is... <laughs> he had food poisoning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is a UMass low win. Gritty team. Denver isn't going to be expecting it. Sorry, you're the number one team, uh, number one overall team. Or the number one in the bracket that's going to lose it. So, and you know, bring Carl bringing that up. Yeah, this is still in Colorado, so they could pull some swifty stuff on them. Got the, I don't know, I don't know the elevation height of Loveland. Don't know how high it's up it's like. It's like thirty minutes from Denver. Oh, Denver is it? So that's I mean, 
It drops off pretty quick. Is that is that some air issues it's there? Not as high as Colorado Springs. Well, let's just say they're high. probably gonna make the kids pretty high though at the rink. <laughs> yeah, so. they're gonna do their old water bottle trick like we all know they do. Yeah, it puts they like uh, break down some little uh, gummies in there. You guys know their Instagram page? They have an Instagram page for their whiteboard there. What? The fan section thinks their whiteboard is so cool. Well, they're all high when they do it. So. <laughs> they are all high. I'm going to go UMass Lowell as well. Wow. I'm going to be cheering for that 23 shot mark. I know it's going to happen. And if they can get 23 shots, they win. I do like their jerseys. They do have sick jerseys. Carl, Carl picked Denver. Oh. Denver. Ah! <laughs> I hate to say it. I do think this game will be really close. Kroner is still a sieve, and, yeah, Denver's going to sneak this one out. It, okay. He's got a boner to let that puck in. Boner, Kroner. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last matchup, one of the hottest teams we've been talking about are you, MD University today. of Minnesota Duluth versus Michi Tech. <laughs> I like your Chuck impression there. Is that Chuck? It's not, uh, it had a little bit of Chuck vibe. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Sounded like Chicago person. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that was straight Chicago. I'm going. I'm going Duluth. I'm riding Duluth heavy through yeah. this tournament. Uh, they're just on fire right now. Now with Minnesota losing, I think they're the number one, uh, the hottest team in college hockey right now. They are gonna make a deep run. See why? You, why you gotta say that, man? Come they're on, just, you, you're just you're just you're just making me sad. I really don't want them to make a deep run, but they're going to. Oh, who are you I taking know. here? I know. Oh, well, you know they are gonna make a deep run, but for the heck of it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say because nobody mentioned Michigan Tech in the selection show, I'm gonna take Michigan Tech. That's fair. Um, Ryan, what are you gonna go with? Uh, hard for me to say, but I'm going to go Duluth here. I just don't think there's any way they lose to Michigan Tech, CCHA team, and Denver is a tough team to beat, like I, we all know. I think I have to go with my bracket that I made already, and that means that every game I picked here is, it, by the numbers, an upset. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Michigan Tech. Wow. I, I picked them in my bracket, and these other – I picked, well, let's see, one – <laughs> There's two games you I pick all upsets. You got to get one right. I guess I don't know, but I have I've strayed from my bracket two or three times. St. Peter's baby, exactly. God, screw St. Peter's. God, <laughs> have you seen their gym? Yeah, I have seen electric. Their gym. gym is pretty electric. Everyone was like, complaining about their dorms because their dorms look crappy. I'm like, every single dorm looks crappy. Have you been to St. Cloud State? Yeah. yeah. Have you been anywhere? <laughs> Uh, that's our six picks of the week, boys, and maybe one girl listening. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's let's. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm being realistic here. Uh, let's roll into. Let's. Who's gonna light the lamp? Any anybody out of the whole weekend here? Fitzy. Okay, Kyle's going Kevin Fitzgerald. I love it. That's gonna be electric. Uh, Kevin. I I'm gonna go with Nate Smith out of Cato. The one goal. But <laughs> you're looking at him. Nathan Smith, I think they're gonna he's gonna score the one goal they're gonna have on their loss to Harvard. Two Ryans are confused over here. I'm gonna go Spencer Stastny on Notre Dame. Oh! <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's been hot. I'm also picking a Notre Dame. I'm oh, going shit. Matt's Ellis. Oh. Really? Yep. Yep. Okay, I mean you can do it. So I'm done going with Brodsies. I went Brodsie Brothers. Two weekends in a row. That was stupid. They smell. 
Can I also add Easton Brodzinski to this? Yeah, he can be the he can be the dark horse. Yeah. Like uh, Seamus will be dark horse. No, Seamus is he's blind horse. <laughs> no, dude. Blind Trable's the dark horse. Yeah. yeah. There oh. you go. Okay, well, you know what, everybody? No, 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 no dude. Oh. Brady Zebra, MVP. No, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, shoot, I, I completely spaced on his name. Um, what Thomas Rocco. Oh. Sp- MVP, oh, Frozen Rocco. 4, baby. <laughs> I would love Rock Chalk! Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could be if he delivers the wieners in the stands fast enough to all the other people who don't dress. He probably doesn't even get to do that. Butt scratcher. I don't know, boys. But everybody needs to enjoy some hockey this weekend one way or another. Sit down. Don't do anything else for about six hours, seven hours, eight hours. I don't care. My butt's going to be in the couch for so long, I might not be able to get up. You're going to be like Joe. I will be like Joe. Joe needs to listen to this. Um, As for that, have a great weekend watching hockey. If you don't do it, you're going to be on the naughty list. And we'll catch you next week after this regional action. Bum, bum, bum. So. So. Thank you.